Hey, welcome to episode 390 of the Beginner Photography Podcast brought to you by CloudSpot. I'm your host, Raymond Hatfield, and today um, we're doing something a little bit different um, because with the launch of our new community last week, um, we begin our transition off of Facebook, and I wanted to come to you, and I wanted to talk about it because I know that many of you are excited and many of you are ex- upset. So uh, I thought that talking about it and uh, taking the time to share the why, uh, my intentions and what the future holds for the community would be really important. And truth be told, I made this a podcast episode because when was the last time you watched a 30 minute long video on Facebook? So uh, a little backstory. Back in 2007, uh, like all my friends, I was on MySpace and I was, you know, enjoying the features and learning HTML for a custom profile uh, background images, which was awesome. But when everybody moved to Facebook, I was kind of reluctant because like I had already invested so much time into MySpace that I was worried that it was going to be just like a fad and then we'd all go back to MySpace. But it didn't happen, you know? Um, so when I first joined Facebook, it kind of felt like this, you know, watered down version of, of MySpace. But as time went on, it evolved and they added f- features and more users came onto the platform. And honestly, it became a hub for, um, connecting and networking with others. Um, it was a great place. I, I thoroughly enjoyed being on Facebook at the time. However, as Facebook grew, its focus shifted from connecting people to maximizing profit. And I fully understand that a business needs to make money and make profit to uh, to work and to operate. I have no problems with that. And at first, they did that through showing you ads. Well, at some point, you know, they realized the more people we have on Facebook, the more ads we can show to people. Well, I don't know if you know this, but the majority of Earth is on Facebook. And that, you know, leaves the question of like, well, how do we continue to make money? How do we make more money if we're almost all out of of users? And the answer to that was to start tracking users' online activity to serve targeted ads. And these ads began to just dominate not only our feeds, but videos, Facebook Messenger, And of course, groups as well. So then once that was all saturated, then they had to figure out, well, how do we grow further at this point? We have just about everybody on earth on Facebook. We've shown them all like their feeds are full of ads. How do we grow further? And obviously the answer was for Facebook to um, work on increasing the user's time spent on Facebook. And they did that by controlling what it is that you see. So, for example, if you search pickleball once, right, you saw a friend post a photo, got to play pickleball today, you search for it, your feed is now going to be flooded with pickleball content, whether it be ads to, you know, uh, take pickleball lessons, find a local court, um, buy gear, flooded. And that overshadows your original interests, things like photography. So Facebook strategy is to engage users with what is new rather than what they want. And it's human nature. I get it. I, I fall into this. You know, I honestly, I was, I was glued to the updates on that missing submarine. Um, 
In fact, I watched, I'm ashamed to admit this, an hour-long live stream where people simply speculated what could have potentially happened. I was wrapped up in it. And it happens to all of us. Again, I fully understand that. That is human nature. And Facebook is really good at noticing and directing your attention for the sole purpose of delivering ads to you. That is their business. This approach, however, can distract us from our goals and our hobbies. So when Apple uh, introduced iOS 15 in 2021, what it did was it allowed users to opt out of tracking. Well, Facebook makes money by tracking you online so that they can serve you targeted ads. That last quarter of the year, Facebook lost $10 billion in potential ad revenue. And that meant that they had to end the year with just $117 billion in revenue, which is just completely tragic. But in response, they intensified their um, attention optimization, showing you more of just what you show any attention to. Now, this approach is problematic for, you know, people who are starting a new hobby like photography, which requires time and effort to master, not even a master, but just like get into. And time and time again, I have heard from members of the Facebook group that the group never showed up in their feed, that they got no notifications about the group. And this isn't some uh, woe is me statement, I promise. It's simply to show that even though you opted into the group, you said, hey, I'm ready to learn photography. And the group was clearly active. I mean, on, on average, there's more than two dozen posts per day and, you know, many comments. And again, you said, I want to learn photography. I'm going to join this group to do so. It wasn't up to you to decide what it is that you see. And since Facebook's number one job is to maximize your attention, take your time, you naturally don't put in the effort either. Now, when you don't put in the effort, you don't learn. When you don't learn, you don't grow. And then that means that your camera just becomes a pretty little thing on the shelf covered in dust. And I don't want that to happen to you. You don't want that to happen to you. But you don't get to decide on Facebook. So that's kind of where this whole thing started. It's really a big part of the reason of why we are moving. And I don't want this to feel like I'm just poo-pooing on Facebook. Facebook is the best place that I can wish my friends a happy birthday or find some funny memes um, or even buy a uh, G4 iMac from 2001 in amazing condition from a guy not very far from me who had it just sitting in his spare bedroom for years that I never would have found if I wasn't on Facebook and if he wasn't on Facebook. But for the purpose of learning, um, for the purpose of support, for the purpose of connection, Everything that we want our community to be, Facebook does not work for us. In the past, it was just to the point of it being a minor annoyance, but now it's actively making it harder to learn, get support, and connect with each other. So to have a place that not only allows those things, but encourages and fosters them on top of providing better control, better privacy, that requires us to move. And I know that Facebook is easy. We're all on there. We use it daily. It is convenient. I get that. And truth be told, that is what kept me from moving the group off of Facebook for so long. 
I mean, more than a year ago, I knew in my gut that we should definitely move off of Facebook. But, you know, that side of your brain that likes to uh, watch you suffer, uh, it would say, you know, why would you leave Facebook? Everybody's on there. Everybody loves it. They love how safe and supportive it is. And it's already working. People love it. So I pushed it off, pushed it off. And then a year later, I realized, oh, not only is the effectiveness of the group worse today than it was a year ago, but Facebook doesn't make the group inherently supportive. You do. The people of the community are what make a group supportive, not the platform. Which means that the platform is simply limiting how supportive the group can be. I mean, imagine... I don't know, a new restaurant in town. Stunning outside. Wow. It's busy. You go in, this place becomes your favorite spot for all occasions. You know, the food, the decor, the staff is fantastic. For your first visit, they surprise you with some uh, uh, signature dessert. The chocolate tsunami tower. Absolutely free. Here you go. You know, welcome to our new restaurant. It's amazing. But over time... Maybe the quality of the food dips. And you brush it off, you know, as a, maybe it's just a temporary issue. Staff remains friendly, you know. But one day you go in and the new server just isn't as attentive. And you think, maybe they're new. Just a one-off incident. It's okay. Plus, that chocolate tsunami tower. Man, that is just what the doctor ordered after a long week. Let me tell you what. And then you go in on your birthday, right? This is this is your go-to place. You've been looking forward to this. You show up. Oh, uh, your favorite dish? It's not available. It's crossed out. The server can't answer whether it's like uh, gone forever or just, you know, are you missing an ingredient? I don't know. They, they don't know. And they don't know how to recommend a replacement. So you order something, and when the food arrives, it's wrong. The wrong meal completely, you know, for some reason, the staff doesn't seem to be in a hurry to fix it. So when your meal finally arrives late, it just isn't up to par either. It's not the the quality uh, that they used to have with their food. But let me tell you, it is a good thing that that chocolate tsunami tower uh, was as decadent as ever today. Now, despite the, this mostly disappointing experience, you see others entering the restaurant with anticipation. They're excited. And that beautiful exterior and their landscaping remains unchanged. Looks amazing. It's clear that the management prioritizes the facade over the dining experience. You know, they seem to, I don't know, assume that once a customer is in, they're, they're not going to leave mid-meal regardless of the quality because... I mean, everybody comes for that delicious chocolate tsunami anyway, right? If that were the case, I mean, would you keep going back? Would it still be your regular go-to place? I would I would hope that it wouldn't. You would go to a different restaurant that had what it was that you were looking for. And that is why I am opening up my very own restaurant. No, I'm just kidding. But if the place is making the experience and the effectiveness worse and worse... And you got to leave. So that is what I did. I wanted to keep our community supportive. And be a place where you feel safe to ask questions and get 
answers. And I didn't just want it to be on a different platform for the sake of getting off of Facebook. And this new community, it had to remain free and it had to be better. So how do I make it better? Well, I asked you. I asked you what you wanted. I asked you what would make the perfect photography community. I asked you what do you love most about the Facebook group? And what would you change? I asked you what you struggled with most. I asked you if you could wave a magic wand and boom, pow, surprise, there is an all new photography community right there in front of you. What would that look like? I got more than 1300 answers and I read every single one. I'm not kidding. Every single one. And then I got to work. So on top of the support, you said there needs to be more organization. And I get that with 6,000 members in the, with more than 6,000 members in the Facebook group, there could be a post about weddings followed by a post about landscapes, followed by a post about gear, or followed by a photo that somebody was proud of that they just wanted to share. But you shoot portraits. And when you need specific info about portraits, well, good luck finding those in the group because it's just all over the place. So the new community has subtopics. Having a home for a topic makes it easier not only for you to get the info that you may be searching for, but also a place where you know that you can also help out. You said you hate posts that are just a photo and the poster asks, you know, what do you think? Or how did I do? So the new community encourages you to give context when you ask a question. Give context when you share a lesson. Uh, I wanted to go out and shoot at golden hour, but it was cloudier than I had hoped for. So I tried to edit in some warmth to make uh, make up for the lack of sun. Does it look fake or could it use a little bit more? Context. Now you know how to answer that question. So much better than what do you think? <laughs> you said you hate it when you ask for feedback and your photo just gets like, I don't know, a few likes, maybe a comment that says great shot or very cool. Because that's not helpful. So the new community teaches everyone how to read an image and how to leave feedback. So that one, you can get better help with something that you're struggling with. And two, our whole community can learn how to improve their photos too. You said you wanted a fun photo challenge uh, to challenge yourself and get inspiration from others. So the new community has a weekly five-step photo challenge where at a random time during each week, you'll get notified, hey, it's time. And wherever you are, I challenge you to use your skills with composition, timing, light to capture a photo, a compelling photo within five steps of wherever you are. And many of you said, you know what, I, I'm, not, I'm not a beginner anymore. But I stay because I love the people, but I don't know what that next step is. Or I know I should be shooting more to keep practicing, but I, I just don't have the time. So within the new community, I built a premium section called the Coach Capture Critique Collective. And that is for those who, they know manual, they're comfortable with a the camera. 
and they want to start capturing magnificent images. And for those who want to participate, but can't make a large time commitment. So each month, you get to vote on a photo challenge, and then I share a 6 to 10 minute video coaching you on what the challenge is, how to shoot it, uh, what to avoid, how to make the most of it. And these are like behind the scenes videos of me actually shooting. So you can see real examples of uh, photos that I took and know that I practice what I preach. And when you are intentional with how you practice, you can learn so, so, so much faster than you imagined possible. So whether you have a few hours to dedicate to shooting on a Saturday morning or you only have 10 minutes to shoot it at home, you can do it and you will learn photography productively. Then you share your captures with context, of course, what you were going for, challenges you faced, what you're happy with, and the camera settings. And at the end of the month, I host a live group image critique where I go over the photos, share what worked, what could have been improved, so that you can use that info to improve on the following month's challenge. And then you also get to ask follow-up questions and ask the group for their you know input and their thoughts as well. And if you can't make it to the live critique, no worries, because all the critiques are recorded and you can watch them back later if you wish. And then you get to go vote on a new photo challenge for the next month. And then we do it all over again. And because it takes more than just one challenge to see a noticeable and everlasting change, you know, a difference in your work and how you shoot, the Coach Capture Critique Collective will run and launch every quarter with the option to sign up and annually too for those who are, you know, really serious about using their camera more creatively and learning new photo skills. As I mentioned, the Beginner Photography Podcast community is free to join. And the Coach Capture Critique Collective is a premium section of the community that you can choose to join on your own if it's right for you. Hey, Raymond here. If you're sometimes baffled by which camera settings to use, then I've got just the thing for you. My free guide, Picture Perfect Camera Settings. It's a fantastic starting point for anybody eager to understand the basics of camera settings in various shooting scenarios. And it's tailored to beginners who want to get out of auto mode, providing clear, easy to follow suggestions on where to start with your settings. So whether you're capturing a stunning landscape or a family portrait, Picture Perfect Camera Settings will help you to get off of automatic mode and explore the possibilities your camera offers. Remember, mastering photography settings is a journey, and this guide is your first step. And the perfect resource to guide you towards finding the right settings for your style. So grab your copy today at perfectcamerasettings.com and start your journey to better photos. I know that moving to a new community um, can be quite the commitment on your part. There's a new website, a new app, a new habit to form. So for the launch of this new community, if you decide that you want photography to be a large part of your life and you want to join the Coach Capture Critique Collective, you're going to get $100 off when you sign up for the annual option of the Coach Capture Critique Collective, as well as you're going to get all of July and all of August included as well. Now, the Coach Capture Critique Collective is not free, but for you, it puts skin in the game and it allows you to be held accountable to do the things that you want to do, that are important to you, that you love to do. 
photography. Now this leads us to how do you join the new community and how do you get more information about the Coach Capture Critique Collective as well? Well, I have all of the information at beginnerphotopod.com forward slash group. Again, that is beginnerphotopod.com forward slash group. Now, Raymond, you know, Facebook started off as a great place, but how do we know that in the future, this community isn't going to turn into a place filled with ads, politics, sell our information and track our location online? That's a super valid question, and I am very glad that you asked, Alter Ego Raymond. Well, on Facebook, the thing is, is that you are not the customer. You are the product for Facebook's customer. Facebook is free to you because businesses pay Facebook to put ads in front of you. Businesses are Facebook's customer. In our new home, a community-focused platform, I am the customer. I pay them to host our community. And therefore, there won't ever be ads. They won't ever track you. They won't ever sell your information. Now, moving to this new platform was not cheap, and it certainly wasn't as cheap as free, like on Facebook. But I knew that I was doing you a disservice by keeping the group on Facebook. And because y'all mean a lot to me, I was happy to invest in our new home for us all. But since we are talking about the future, let me share where the community is heading and what the future has in store for us over here over the coming year. So from your survey answers on what the perfect photography community would look like, you said you wanted a place where you can connect with other listeners, photo friends who are in your region. So you can host things like a local in-person meetup or a photo walk or just have a place where you can chat with locals, get suggestions on, you know, things like places to shoot or places to get gear fixed, you know, et cetera, all, all those things. Now that we are free from the platform limitations of Facebook, that's now in the works. You said that when you try to learn something on YouTube, you find conflicting information. And when you have a question, you have no one to ask or get clarification. Now that we are free of the platform limitations of Facebook, virtual live group workshops are in the works. You said that when you enroll in a course to learn how to shoot manual or use light or get started with Lightroom, it feels like you're going at it alone. And because... It's on some platform that, you know, you have never heard of, you're not there already. It doesn't stay top of mind. You forget about it. You don't complete it. You don't learn what you paid for. Now that we are free of Facebook's platform limitations, courses with group cohorts can be hosted within our community, the place where you already are, and you're around the people that you trust. You said... That when you come into the group, you don't know where to start. And it can kind of feel like maybe there's already clicks of people established and you kind of feel awkward joining or starting conversations. Well, now that we are free of the platform limitations of Facebook, we can have monthly member matchups. 
where if you choose, you can be paired with another community member to chat and learn from and explore ideas, learn a new style of photography, ask them about how they got into photography. It's like sitting down for coffee with another photographer. I'm excited about this. I got a few more ideas up in this noggin of mine that, again, I'm really excited to explore and introduce things that just weren't possible before. And I think that as time goes on, those ideas are going to be, uh, uh, they're going to grow, right? As we spend more time in the group, more ideas are going to pop and we're going to be able to explore all new things. This is going to be so much bigger than just a place to say, hey, what do you think about this photo? Now, the current Facebook group is going to be shut down on July 26th. So if you want to continue to get support, grow your skills, get that camaraderie that you're looking for, you'll need to come join us in the new free and private Beginner Photography Podcast community. Again, the link to learn more and join is beginnerphotopod.com forward slash group. The value of our new community is not in the community itself. It comes from the effort that you are willing to invest. You know, this isn't some sort of instant path to becoming the world's best photographer. You know, you're not going to join and be like, oh, I know Kung Fu. This is, this is a place where you can grow. You will grow. But that requires your active and intentional participation. I know that moving off Facebook to our new, again, private community is a bit of a hurdle. A small hurdle, but still a hurdle. And if this minor change seems too much, then perhaps this community, which is designed for those who are intentional about learning and connecting, maybe it's not the right fit for you. And that's fine. I know that I've spoken a lot about the community recently. Uh, not because it's a magic solution, but because it's a tool that can facilitate your success. And to me, your potential for growth is, is what, is what excites me. You know, the community is merely a catalyst. So while I'm really excited about this new community and everything that it has to offer and all the new possibilities, it's because I'm even more excited about what it means for you and your journey in photography. I hope you share this excitement with me. And I look forward to seeing you and the success that is coming your way in this new chapter of our photography journey. Again, learn more about the group and sign up for free at beginnerphotopod.com forward slash group. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, the more that you shoot today, the better of a photographer you will be tomorrow. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Beginner Photography Podcast. If you enjoy the show, consider leaving a review in iTunes. Keep shooting, and we'll see you next week. 